Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Star Companion. My name is Zach. And I am David. David the Gentleman today. Uh, gentleman, gentleman takes the bridge. Let me tell ya. Um, so, yeah, what do we do here? We are... That's right. The Internet's premier Star Trek fan podcast. Woo! Nice. Uh, coming to you from unknown parts, yes? Parts unknown. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah, and uh, we are, you know, quarantine day, whatever. Um, Four. And so and so, for those of you that are listening to this in the future, the whole coronavirus thing's going on right now. That's fun. It is. Yeah, we're making the most of it. You can get around wherever you want in no time, which is, uh, I think, a fucking benefit. Unfortunately, my car is broken at the at this moment, and. Naturally, the one time where I would get the most joy out of life, oh, yeah. I denied it. <laughs> yeah. I hate traffic. I hate people. I hate crowds. I hate Zach, mm-hmm. most of all. Same. <laughs> that's why that's where we bond. That's where we meet. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's been uh, it's been a long four days. Yeah, it, it's been a long road, you know, mm-hmm. getting from there to here. And... Um, <laughs> Yeah, so I've been picking David up because it's been raining out here. Stupid fucking song. <laughs> um, <laughs> and, uh, you know, so I, I just hold him hostage. And we, we've just been watching and coming home and recording now. Yeah. Which is fun. And it's good for you guys. Yeah. Good for me. It's good for me, yeah. too. You know, today I dropped seven episodes. Yeah. And uh, we'll be sure to let this one rip tomorrow. Fuck yeah. Because fuck it. We're going to power through this, guys, give you stuff to listen to. And you can listen to us on all major podcasting platforms. Yes, sir. You can, if you like what you're hearing, you can send us an email at thestarcompanion at gmail.com. Do it. We're on patreon.com slash thestarcompanion. If you like us so much, you want to give us a dollar. A dollar that we can, uh, uh, it's right here. 
a dollar that we can use to <laughs> make more cool stuff to send you guys. And like this sticker here. Yeah, that's a sticker. That's a sticker we want to give you guys. So if you send a review, if you give us a buck or two, we will for sure get you a motherfucking sticker. And we love all of you guys. And we'll cough into the envelope before we send it as well. Yeah. That whole anthrax thing was a joke a few episodes ago. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah. You it's know, when funny. you listen to him back, you're like, oh, yeah. That's... I said anthrax. I remember that. Um, I said wispy ghost-like thing. What? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, by the way, and for those of you that are wondering, yeah, uh, I think it's season one, episode 22. That's Voxala. Okay. Yeah. We've I, gone one up now. I saw it, that Sorry about 15. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, what do we do here, David? We review Star Trek, uh, Stardate by Stardate, and today we're in, the th- we're in the thick of it. We're in the thick of season three of Enterprise. Tight. Episode 14. Name of the episode is St- Stratagem. Wow. <laughs> Stratagem. Who said it like that? Uh... This fine gentleman you see in front of you with the uh, scarf. Oh, okay. That, and that's a little bit of the flair that you get here at the Star Command. Yeah, a little bit of scarf flair. Yeah. And Ooh. that episode's what? Stardate 12125.3. Great. Getting back into the Stardates. Yeah. These next few have Stardates. The episode starts off, and uh, we are <clears throat> bewildered by a long haired dad. Dad is, he's got a ponytail. What? he's got a little rat tail he does you know he's got all this little little rata he's got all this disheveled hair about and uh just some of it (laughs) it was a little ponytail i've never seen someone put it on a ponytail um to have so much of it out yeah (laughs) and to think if i was degra i'd have been like something's up yeah that ponytail isn't right it's too unkempt you've got is that a wig (laughs) That's a wig. Um, yeah, you it's know, all of a sudden, Degra and Archer are in the same ship, and Archer's hair is wild. Yeah, he looks like a uh, looks like a beach bum, like a surfer. You know, some guy who was living down on the Venice boardwalk for a little little too long. Yeah, well, I I think, you know, he's living on the boardwalk a little too long mm-hmm. because his water polo career um, ended, fizzled out. Yeah. He got addicted to drugs. Maybe yeah. he was in the Coast Guard, but got discharged. Dishonorably, dishonorably for allegations of a s- sort sort and um <laughs> uh what's what else what's going on what else is going on in this episode uh well so it opens up and they're like under attack and um you know dad goes raise the shields and he's like I don't, what why would i raise the shields he's like you're the expert you're the weapons expert raise the shields who are you and- i'm a human Dun, dun, dun. What? You're a what? That's right. I'm a human. And then... Uh, and you're a Zindi. My... Whoa. My favorite line of this whole episode is... Uh, so they release the uh, plasma in their ship to mm-hmm. make the guys go away. Yeah. <laughs> <And laughs> it works well. It does. And uh, Dad goes... Well, Degra goes, hey, what happened? And Dad says, the plasma got into their intake manifolds. Their engines overheating. <laughs> he does kind of. He like he's stoked about it. He is so stoked about it. He's, he's overacting in a show where he has to act. <laughs> there's a uh, there's a couple 
instances in the last like four or five episodes where dad really like says something that just sticks and you're just like why did he say it like that (laughs) whoa the panache on that one good god hey david yo what species are you human you're a zindi bloodworms bloodworms what's a bloodworm and that should have been the Mm -hmm. key to everyone watching Mm -hmm. this is a fake it's a fake you know um, only flocks would come up with some bullshit like that. Only flocks could could go into his little cabinet of horrors and get out a little couple bloodworms. They Archer basically reveals to Degra, De, you know, he says, "Hey, you know, maybe the bloodworms having an effect on you. you. Lost your memory, but you and I are pals now. Don't you get it? We've been in prison and we're pals and we're escaping. And uh, you know, this whole this whole ploy has been a tricksy ploy by the ant people to get." by the ant people (laughs) the see you see the after you guys destroyed earth uh just zindi's gonna zind you know Mm -hmm. what i mean (laughs) dad explains that the zindi did in fact blow up earth without the help of degra yeah and that he's one of the last remaining humans and uh after which a I guess a Zindi civil war broke out and you know some planets had been blown up and colonies and shit. Classic Zindi. And Degra says the aquatics would never allow that. And it's like really, what would they do? Would they jump out of their <laughs> jump out of their holding tanks and beg for fish? <laughs> they crawl on the land and start grasping for gasping for air immediately. <laughs> the thing about the aquatics is they can be trained to do damn near anything. <laughs> what are they gonna do? You know, they're gonna wear, walk out of the water with fish bowls on their head. Huh? What? I wonder if they thought, <laughs> I wonder if they thought about that. <laughs> Big giant fish bowls. I like that they have human hands. Yeah, I like that too. It comes around. But tails. Um, wow, I really, really enjoyed you calling them ant people. <laughs> <laughs> this is what they are. <laughs> no, they're totally ants. You know, everyone got a dope fucking cut except for uh, the insectoids. You know, yeah. The ant people. You're like, ah, you're an ant. This is where the CGI money go. All of the prosthetics went to the reptiles, you know, and they just raided CBS's, you know, the Paramount lot for the Planet of the Apes outfits. Yeah. <clears throat> and um, the humans, they're like, we got this. Yeah. We're just going to put something on your forehead. <laughs> People will know. And then the other guys, right, they'll be ants. <laughs> ants? Yeah, 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 yeah. But, like, you know they're going to be sinister because they're going to sound like... You know? You'll never know. The people are going to be like, whoa, what great CGI this aged well. <laughs> you know what? That that being said, it did age better than the uh, CGI in uh, Matrix uh, Revolutions, the second one. Oh, sure. Yeah, that CGI. I We've discussed it before. The... <coughs> They, uh, you know, dad basically says, you know, the ant people, this has all been orchestrated by the ant people. And, uh, you know, Degra says, ah, I always knew it would be the insectoids. And looks like there's some real insectophobia breeding inside the Zindi rakes. Wow. You know what I mean? No, I get it. I don't like that. <laughs> Suddenly, the ship. <laughs> I don't like that. I don't like that. Suddenly, a, uh, a rupture in the sh- in the ship causes Dad to suffocate, and he does an excellent job at at conveying his suffocation. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And Degra has to fix it up, and basically, they're working towards becoming friends. Mm-hmm. 
after this little episode, Dagger falls asleep, and Dad wakes up, peers up with his one eye. He pokes Dagger, and he says, hey, are you still awake? <laughs> Dagger doesn't make any, any sounds, so Dad takes out his little his little Pez dispenser and gives him a little <laughs> Advil PM and puts him to sleepy time for another two hours and walks outside of the outside of the uh, ship and it's it's a fake it's a fake <laughs> right out of nasa's playbook <clears throat> yeah and uh in this in this little time period mm-hmm. we uh you know they're getting some extra radiation jumps mm-hmm. bungles from being still around the uh uh test site the exploded uh, planet uh, uh the weapon the exploded moon and then some some ships come up right some sh- yep and then uh they're on. They're on approach. They've yeah, got about six hours. They're on approach. How do they get away? How do they get away? Eh, it doesn't matter. Um, how, who, how does who get away? Enterprise. Oh, 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 no, oh! No, the yeah, people yeah, that are sorry, coming. Sorry, yeah, yeah. The people are coming. Whatever. So the people are coming. Plasma. Yeah, it's something that that happened before the rupture. Then yeah. that causes the rupture. Dad uh, suffocates. Mm-hmm. Dagger fixes it. They're friends. They fall asleep. No, no, Dad no, yeah. says, "Are you awake?" P- pokes him a little bit, <laughs> and then he steps out, and He's we excited see, about we Disneyland. see it's a NASA thing. Yeah, and then uh, there's the, the something goes on, and I think um, there's people there's people coming, mm-hmm. and uh, they go to three days earlier. That's what it is. Yes. Uh, I knew I should have wrote down yes. that. Okay, yes. so yeah, so they, thank three you. days prior to Dad's ratty surfer do, they are in the wreckage of this planet, search around, fumbling mm-hmm. around, and they find that, you know, Degra is still hanging out there with his buds. Mm-hmm. And so they follow him. They shoot Degra's uh, shoot a, a ship up. They they blow up his engines and shit, uh-huh. and they, they take him captive, and they say, Give us a goddamn weapon! In that in that instant right there. Yeah. Uh, you know, they're attacking him. And then uh, Travis goes, they're making a run for it. And Dad straight ignores him and, and then looks at Reed and goes, see what you can do about their engines. <laughs> <laughs> um, which is something that's going to show up again. You keep flying. I'm going to go talk to someone else more important. <laughs> um, what a hilarious cockamamie plan this is. Yeah, it is. That they came up with. So Dad tries to interrogate Degra and Degra says, I'm not going to tell you shit. So. Dad and, and Flocks come up with a plan, a cunning cunning plan, to basically get rid of Degra's short-term memory and make him feel like, make him believe that he's been trapped in prison with Archer. To do this, Dr. Flocks becomes Dr. Flocks a tattoo artist. Yeah, hell yes, son. And boy, would I love to get a tat from Floxy. Yeah. Wouldn't you? Oh, yeah, sure. Out of all people in the world, that just would be great. He's all about the fucking dermals, dude. Yeah, he is. <laughs> and wigs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I bet his uh I bet he had a wild wild stage, you know? Oh yeah, yeah. When he had a bunch of piercings on his <laughs> you know, like freak flags on his, you know, forehead. He still got one on his little you know pigtail shaped penis. <laughs> his little corkscrew. He's got a corkscrew penis like a yeah. duck. Yeah, like a duck. Oh, God. <clears throat> they Flox also says, uh, I'm going to implant this blood worm in him. And uh, my question is, why do worms and shit in Star Trek always have to go through the most uncomfortable orifices? It's never the butthole. While squelching. Squelch. Squelch. 
And Archer looks away. Oh my god, it's going in his eye. Yeah, it's never the butthole. It's well, you know. Yeah, no, no, it's not. It's it's akin to getting a. I guess maybe that's the reason why. Because you can't put it in someone's butthole. I mean, I'm sure they could have put it in his ass. <laughs> but you, you know. can't you can't simulate that on TV. <laughs> Well, they didn't even simulate shit, dude. They just dragged it over his nose, and then they moved the camera up, and Dad gives a face like he smelled someone's fart. Yeah. <laughs> you know, to give you the illusion that it was bad. Dad goes like this. Yeah. He looks away. And then slowly. they fade to black. Fade to black. Come to commercial. Now, after the commercial break, we're rejoined three days later. Oh, shit. And, and Archer now is, has woken up Degra, and mm-hmm. uh, says... You know, boy, I tell you, I can't wait to take me a bath, go fishing, hit up a saloon, throw some darts, marry me a divorcee. I'm glad you're bringing this up because, (laughs) you know, hey, David, what's the first thing you're going to do when you go to Matthew who gives a shit? (laughs) Bathe. You got? Yeah. Well, I'm going to take a long bath. I'm going to take a long bath. I'm going to find me a nice alpine lake. Oh. That's what he says. Yeah? Yeah. You know, uh, and I'm gonna marry a woman, <clears throat> live in a cabin with her, and spend the rest of our days fishing, hunting, making love in the green grass. <laughs> it's uh, raising our children. I'm glad you're using that voice because yeah. the bottle they use for the Andorian ale, it's a skag bottle. <laughs> I'm sick of them skags. <laughs> they they get to talking, you know, and, and Archer says. So tell me about your your family, and he's and Degra says, ah, enough about my family. What about yours? Did you ever have a family? Nurture says, no, I never never had time for a family. And uh, Degra says, you should make the time. With who? Blew up my planet. Oh yeah, <laughs> one of the giant flying ants. <laughs> what am me? I gonna go? I can't go underwater. Me, my ant wife. It's a diverse community. My larva. Hollowing out a hill to live in? How, how many of these did you write? <laughs> That's it. And then I wrote, you killed anyone I'd want to fuck. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, what am I just going to like put on a snorkel and go hang out with the manatee people? Yeah, you should get some kids. You should get some kids. You know? Fuck and you. Uh, you blew up my planet. <laughs> the, the problem with jerking off um, on, on, <laughs> in, in the Zindi world yeah. is that uh, you can't jerk off in the shower. Mm-hmm. Because then you have mongrel crossbreeds with the you know amphibious manatees. Great point. Great point. Just saying, dude. Yeah. You know, they're a plastic-free society. I mean, they're good on some <laughs> things. <laughs> no Dorito bags. <laughs> no jerking off in the shower, all right? Um, but you can jerk off into a Dorito we got, bag. We, yeah. And then you can throw it away. Yeah. And then they'll incinerate it. So it de- and then that's how they killed the bird people. Oh, yes. We're putting it yeah, together. Okay. We're putting it's it together. All coming together. Is, we should write a book. We should a fanfic book of what really happened to the Zindi. What happened to the bird people <laughs> by Zach and David? <laughs> the Star Companion is here to here to get to the bottom of the issues. Yes, at hand. Just like how Archer is trying to get the bottom of where this fucking weapon is. Where's the weapon, dog? And uh, he basically he uh, he says, "Why don't you input the coordinates over here into the into the computer?" And Degra says, "All right, I'll do it." And then, meanwhile, 
Hoshi, back on board the Enterprise, says, We got coordinates coming in, Captain, or uh, to Paul. I'm reading one Drury Lane, <laughs> Gumdrop Town, Gingerbreadia. Oh, wow. On the fantasy continent. <laughs> he lives on one Drury Lane. One Drury Lane? One Drury Lane. Really? Yeah. I heard the... The man of ginger lives there. Yeah. Ginger man. Gingerbread man. <clears throat> the gingerbread man. The gingerbread man. <laughs> Not the gingerbread man. The very same. He stole my gumdrop button. They, uh... Meanwhile. Meanwhile. Back on, on this, uh, fake <clears throat> ship. Uh, the radiation causes the whole... The whole charade to come to a close. Dad, uh... Dad says, "Hey, cool off there, Dagger. Dagger, I know you get a little, a little crazy here, but you know we're just chilling out here. We're, we're just flying out. And we're, we're all go- cool. We're going to the big red, red giant in the sky. You know, you told us where it is." And Dagger says, "The jig is up, Jonathan. Prepare to be flayed." Yeah, he was gonna kill him. He's gonna kill him. <laughs> he was definitely gonna kill him. That was pretty fucked up. It was, if I may. Suddenly, the whole rest of the ship. Goes through jolts? this whole jolts because it goes through this whole uh, radiation shit, and you know it's you know it's intense when the elevator's on fire. You also know it's pretty intense when everyone is forced to stand still mm-hmm. and yet move their whole body like it's happening without moving. You know if that was really happening to mm-hmm. me, it was like kind of like akin to an earthquake. Mm-hmm. You couldn't really keep your feet stationary. No, you wouldn't be able to. But that's the magic of the movies. Yeah. This is Star Trek. It's movie magic. Movie magic on television. Yes. Uh, some other stuff happens, and uh, basically, you know, Degra finds out, and... Uh, That's why they come here for the reviews. Yeah, yeah. Hey, well, you know, some other shit happens. Really, the, the best part of it was talking about what Archer is going to do uh, in terms of marrying an ant woman. <laughs> they, they've decided to wipe Degra and his pal's minds again. Oh, they find out that that this planet is near a, a red giant. That's where the weapon is. So they yeah. set set course for there. Yeah. Well, and Degra, you know, then thinks, oh, maybe I just put those in there. Yeah. You know, what if the weapon isn't there? And then they have a two thirty second, not even fifteen second debate about, well, I don't know. You know, maybe he's telling the truth, and maybe he didn't know, and he really put it in there. Mm-hmm. So then they engage in another elaborate ruse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this so deception runs double down. fuck you degra <laughs> pretty much um you know and then they're f- fucking with this guy's mind man <laughs> like hardcore dad doesn't give a shit anymore he does he does not um you know i i think the only thing that could be worse that dad does mm-hmm. is basically torture a dying man mm-hmm. you know but that looks that like remains to be seen. Whose skin looks like the 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 a dried lake bed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know what I thought? I thought it was uh, someone spilled like a bunch of yellow puzzle pieces. <laughs> you know, like a really hard puzzle where eight hundred to the thousand pieces is just the same fucking color. <laughs> Old puzzle piece face. <laughs> I believe that's what they called him. As Apparently that guy's been in a shitload of episodes. We'll get there. We'll get there. Anyways, <laughs> Dad leaves Degra and crew on, on their ship with their memories wiped again. And my one problem is, why not kill Degra? Why not blow up this ship? 
Degra is obviously a very essential piece to this weapon construction. He, I think, yeah. I think even he's one of the main architects of the weapon. Well, yeah, he says so. If you kill him, and you, they already destroyed the weapon. Yeah. Boom. Boom. Now you just bought yourself an extra couple weeks. That's right. Now you know that three weeks that you spent heading over to the red red giant. Now you got five weeks to get there. That's right. So take your time. Let romances evolve. You know, may, maybe a Vulcan falls in love with a human. I don't know. Maybe a human falls in love with a very hot military human that we've never seen before. Really? Well, I mean, and then he falls in love with the Vulcan. Oh, oh, <laughs> so, yeah. So I got lost there. There's Sorry. a lot of there's a lot of falling in love. Yeah, and that's that's what we do here. If you like this episode, feel free to head on over to Patreon.com and give us a buck or two. Yeah, fall in love with us. Fall in love with us, the way that we fell in love with Star Trek. Uh, email us at thesarcompanion at gmail.com. Send us one of those love letters. Uh, send us a love letter. Get a sticker for your troubles. And uh, until then, keep listening and uh, take care of yourself. Take care of yourself. Yes, It's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.